podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. I'm your host and joining me on today's panel we've got JR and Mark. We're going to be staying Hello. awake and talking about the anti, anti-football draw at Mansfield. Um, don't forget you can help with subscriptions to the show with Patreon um, or on the page on the website which is suttonpodcast.com. I've had a little bit of a revamp on some of the, uh, the special episode pages so check those out and let me know what you think. Um, if anyone's got any thoughts or wants to any more information, just drop me a message by email, which is um, suttonpodcast.gmail.com. Anyway, let's get to it. Um, we'll start with you, Mark. It's been about mm. six weeks since you were last on, and I think we covered the Hartlepool draw. Um, how have you yep. been since then? Um, not great, actually. Um, I'm better now, but I've been suffering a bit with a bit of a cough. And in fact, I was too ill to come to the Crawley game on the 7th of March. I was just on the sick bed. I had a nasty dose of food poisoning on top of this other thing, so I was barely able to move. But uh, I'm, I'm on the road to recovery now. It's just a, it's a slow journey, unfortunately. It's withdrawal symptoms from not being on. That's yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, JR, hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good, 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 good. It's been 238 days since you were on. I know it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> um, while. It was the opening day of the season. It was the draw against Newport. You can see where I'm heading with this. Yeah. It was both draws. You were both last time on. Um, how have you been, JR? Yeah, all good. All good. Um, yeah, just busy. Very busy with work. I've only just got back from Mansfield, actually, a, a couple of have hours you? ago. So, so, yeah, yeah. Luckily, there was no train problem. So, uh, that was <laughs> Well... You do get, though, because it's been a while, to uh, kind of reintroduce yourself to everyone with the who are you? So... Yeah, so I've, I've, um, I've been supporting Sutton since uh, early 70s, about 74, well, 74, 75. Uh, mum, mum took me down and I, I was hooked. We tried to go to Crystal Palace a couple of times, but it was a bit too violent. And, um, so I said, Mum, I want to go and watch, I want to go and watch Sutton. It was much better. And uh, she went to the 1970 game against Leeds. And uh, yeah, I've been hooked uh, ever since. And then uh, my sister Kate used, uh, came as well before she emigrated to uh, Canada and then New Zealand. So uh, yeah, it, it runs in the family. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been to obviously most of the games, got some great memories, but Unfortunately, didn't go. Didn't I was too young to go to the away games in the Anglo-Italian. Mark Freak tends to uh, rib me about that. <laughs> sure, he's never mentioned it at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I know you've uh, had a few conversations with me about the uh, the ultimate team, and finally you get a chance to uh, to yes. do a challenge. 
So in a second, I'm going to come back to you guys and ask your challenges uh, for the Sutton Podcast Ultimate Sutton United 11. And now, 125 years in the making, the Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast, Sutton United All-Time Ultimate 11. So JR, go on, we'll start with you. Who, who do you want to challenge and who with and why should your person be in the squad instead? Right, okay, so um, we're going to go for the, as you may know, um, I'm going to go for the goalkeeper. Now, remind me, who have we got in as goalkeeper at the moment? We've got Dino. Now, it was, it was, it was Gary McCann, but now it's Dino. Yeah, well, I'm going to go for Ron Tieran. Now, for me, he's the greatest goalkeeper that's played for Sutton. Um, but also, I, I, you know, I just he was just a good guy, and I really enjoyed his performances. He he went on to play for Ipswich, um, and then uh, and also for I believe uh, internationally for Canada. Um, he, I mean, obviously Dino's absolutely fantastic, and Fitzroy McCorsky is another one. But um, yeah, Ron Fearon for me is just the best goalkeeper that I've seen in a Sutton shirt. Okay, no problem. We'll put that out there. And Mark, who are you challenging with who? I'm why? sorry, I, I didn't know this was coming up, Mike, so oh. I can't even remember who is in the latest <laughs> 11, uh, let alone having thought of a replacement. So sorry, I'm going to have to duck out of this one. Oh, you're going to do a clear and not done your homework. Okay. <laughs> Another one for Mark, if you like. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to one this week. It's absolutely fine, don't worry. Um, so, yeah, no, excellent. Okay, so... We'll put them out to the vote or put that out to the vote and we'll see what people say. I, I have to say, I think it's probably going to be Dino because a lot of the people who, who vote will be the young ones. So you're going to have to whip up a bit of, whip up a yeah. bit of frenzy with, with some of the older votes. I'll ask people to Google. Where I'm <laughs> doing, um, so on, on to the match. Hmm. So before before the match, obviously the preview, Matt, Matt hinted that there were a few players with knocks. Um, yeah. Obviously, probably the one you didn't want was Eastie. And it was Eastie and Lee and Matt, I think, was the other one who picked up a knock. Um, so how, how were you feeling at sort of the, at the line-up stage, Mark, if we start with you? Um, well, a little bit apprehensive. Um, you saw that I, I hadn't spotted that Matt Dennis was missing. I think actually JR pointed that out to me. But uh, I'd spotted that Eastie and uh, Lee Angle were missing, well, from the starting 11, man indeed from the bench. So I thought, well, you know, these are two important players for us. They've been playing well lately. And, uh, you know, against a side like Mansfield, we could struggle a bit without those those two. So, yeah, I wasn't particularly optimistic about the game even before I saw the, the starting line. I was slightly more apprehensive after I, I saw who was, uh, who was starting and who was on the bench. Um, but, you know, um, in the end, I think perhaps we did a bit better than any of us most feared. Yeah, and as well as the players missing, apparently Hish um, yep. injured himself in the warm-up, uh, JL. So what were your thoughts kind of... Again, ahead of kickoff, I, I, I wasn't particularly bothered to be honest. I thought we'd be would do okay. Um, Mansfield are struggling to score goals. Um, their form, uh, I know we're struggling to score goals as well, but their their, their form um, hasn't been that great. Um, fans have been moaning about them a little bit. Um, they've got loads of injuries, so I thought, well, we'll match them. Um, it was a game that I felt that we we really needed to win. Um, uh, but it's not the end of it. It's not the end of the world. But um, yeah, I was I, I was quite I was quite happy. I was confident. Um, but as Mark says, I mean, Eastie's just such a massive blow. 
but I'm sure we'll talk about Harry in a little bit because he was outstanding. But uh, mm. um, but Eastie did believe he is the leader, and uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're a much better side when he's when he's playing. Yeah, I think he's he's one of those that sort of brings everyone up. Um, yeah. So player for player, you could possibly say yeah, no, can easily be replaced, but it's all the other bits that, that go on as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first half was possibly not box office football. Um, well, neither was the second. <laughs> at least there's some shots. Um, but one, well, lots of talking points. Um, the, the, it seems that their commentators and a lot of their fans learned a new phrase and decided to use it at every opportunity, saying anti-football, 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 every single little thing that we did. Um, I mean, the ref probably didn't help himself by letting a few things go. I know when he booked Omar, he pointed to about 74 different other incidents that he could have booked him for. But the actual thing he booked him for did seem very kind of tame, to be honest. The guy kind of turned his shoulder as Omar was running. So um, I'm not sure what Omar was actually supposed to do. Um, But, I mean, what what did you think of the the referee overall? It's the same ref, I think, who sent off Omar at Stockport Mm. in October. uh, Just a few minutes um, so he doesn't seem to like Omar very much. Yeah, um, and we, we, I think we've, we've now, for whatever reason, acquired this reputation of being a, a physical, slightly thuggish side. Having seen every other side in League Two this season, I think, I don't think we're any more physical than most of the others. We've got a couple of players, Craig and Omar, who pick up a lot of cards. That just reflects the way they play. Um, I don't think the rest of our squad are particularly prone to bookings. Um, as I say, I think I think once you get a reputation, um, other fans look for evidence to kind of support that reputation and ignore evidence to the contrary. And I think we're a little bit of a victim of that. It doesn't bother me. I, I think if 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 you actually acquire that sort of reputation, it can actually help you because you know opponents can be a little bit wary of you as a consequence of that. So mm. I don't think it necessarily does as much much damage. Yeah, I, mean, I saw one comment from one of their fans after their lineup was announced. And it was oh that that's good that's the biggest that's the f- most physical side we could have picked against this lot. It's like, yeah. Hang on, while you're picking your teams against, <laughs> to change your teams against us. I mean, Joe, what, what what were your thoughts kind of on on the ref? And... Uh, well, I agree. I do agree with Mark. I mean, it's it, it, it's interesting um, to to see. I mean, their fans were having a go, and but I, I felt that the the ref had certainly missed some challenges from them and seemed to let let a lot go. Um, doesn't like Omar clearly. The fans having a go is, I find that I find that funny as well because I think it's a lot of respect. If you look at someone like Gab Sutton, who's very well respected, I mean he's championing Omar all the time about you know he can play in League One and stuff like that because of his work rate, his energy, and yes he is going to foul a few people, um, but it's because he's put his body on the line every single game, and as does Eastie, and that's why they get booked. You know they're going to miss time some challenges, but they're not out there to injure people. Um, but the ref, yeah, I think he ref missed quite a bit. Um, you know, they only conceded eight fouls, which I mean, there were some, there were some quite bad tackles by then, but they weren't, they weren't given. But it was interesting because they didn't. Obviously, Oliver Hawkins is gone now from um, Mansfield, and he, he, they played him at centre back um, against us generally because he's tall. And um, if you watch, if you watch the game back at the start of the game, Omar was winning every single header. It was causing them all sorts of problems by winning headers. I know we didn't create chances, but he was just winning every, um, and they really couldn't cope with that. And the crowd, the crowd obviously didn't like that very much either. Um, so, uh, 
it's must have been difficult for the ref, I have to say, with everybody having a go at him all the time. <laughs> but we were having a go at him as well, so, you know, yeah. you, 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 I mean, you can't win. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 a fairly big talking point was um, the, the challenge by Kobe, which um, they were convinced was an elbow. Now, I, obviously, watching it from the camera angle, which is a million miles away, it's hard to see. But Paul's photos, as, as they're jumping for the ball, Kobe's arms are down. Yeah. So unless in the split second between the photos, he's gone up, bang, and, and back down again. It's, it's, I, it's mad. I, I, I don't, where we were sitting, although it was the other end of the pitch, had an absolute clear view of it. And um, it was an honest attempt for the ball. Kobe was just a fraction late. That's all it was. It was just a fraction that he was late. So it was a, a genuine attempt. Hence, why the referee took no action because there was no there was no action warranted apart from a you know a free kick because you could see it was a genuine attempt at the ball. So that wasn't a problem. I mean, one of the problems I had with, with the players, um, one of their guys then went down for a challenge from Omar and was banging the ground, banging his fist against the ground. Um, didn't get anything. He got up and carried on. You know, two seconds later, and so there was a lot of play acting from the Mansfield players as well, trying to drag bookings and things like that. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous, and I don't like to see that kind of thing. I mean, it, it, it was like he had a really serious injury. He was going to be he carted off, but no, less than 10 seconds later, he was up running He's around. Looking, yeah. no, so, you, you, you see know. that so often. I mean, some of the Grimsby players are doing that, for example, in a recent game against them. You know, Well, yeah, I mean, the, got unique Mansfield to fans calling us thuggish. I mean, the, the Grimsby yeah, players yeah, yeah. Were, 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 were pretty, pretty dirty themselves, mm. but that's down to the referee to get control of the game. I don't blame them at all. You know, that's how they want yeah. to play. That's up to them. I mean, when you're just looking at the, the, the Kobe challenge, he kind of got up and kind of collapsed again. I'm surprised, I'll be honest, I'm surprised he didn't have to go off. Yeah, I saw the, that. Yeah. The concussion check. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it did look straight away like he had done something. But if you look at their forum, which I had to close down, because I was like, I can't, I, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure some of this is libelous. Um, it was, he was play acting. He'd taken a, he'd taken a look at their player, realised the damage, and decided to, in that split second, to do a lot of play acting to avoid a card. It's like you're giving him a lot of credit to make a medical assessment with a glance <laughs> and then an Oscar worthy performance. Um, but I mean, obviously, it put them into some changes early on. Um, they, they, they do have some injuries, so you can kind of kind of see where they're coming from. I mean, this this whole anti football thing, I do think it's a lot of we're little old something, we should roll over and let them tickle our bellies. Oh. And when we don't, it's it's unfair. Um, but well, I mean, well, the... it's bizarre because we had 53% possession to their 47. They had seven goal attempts to their five, two on target to their one. So um, I'm not sure. Yeah, they're... all right, we conceded more fouls, um, but they didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, for me, they're... Mansfield were one of the worst sides we played in a, a long time. They, they they created absolutely nothing. I, I have to say, I've said it many times. Is... When, when you're playing against a team that you think is beneath you and they've only got, that's all they've got, long ball and, and physical, it should be very easy to match. Yeah. If, it, it should be really easy to do. I think um, I think it was Matt Busby's autobiography that said, uh, Bobby, sorry, Bobby Charlton said, Matt Busby said, all they can do is out-muscle you. Don't let them out-muscle you and you'll win the game. Mm. And, and, that, <laughs> and that's, that was the instruction from one of the best managers in England. <laughs> um, but Mark, what did you think of the... the the overall performance of the first half. Um, was there anything I, I we didn't, could have done to I break didn't the think e I don't think either side played particularly well. There was there were little spells of a good approach play by, by both sides, but the final ball in the box just generally wasn't good enough. It was 
own a hit or for a defender to clear. There wasn't wasn't much of a real goal threat. I don't think either keeper really much tested during the whole ninety minutes. No. And uh, there was there was one there was one bit in the first half where Antiboy was down the right, and I think it's when Omar took their guy out. I think I think he might have got booked for it. Ajiboy was in so much space, and that's the one frustrating thing I'm, I have at the moment is that we concede far too many fouls, and we did yesterday in the opposing third of the pitch um, when we were on an attack, and we do that time and time again. There were, even in the second half with corners and things like that, the referee was giving fouls against us, and I just wish we could cut that out or you know or minimise them. Uh, and, and that what that that was a case in point in the first half because David was David was away, in, 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 you know, and, and that was a really dangerous attack. That was the most dangerous attack of the half, I think. So, yeah, frustrating. What do you guys think it is? Because I, I I get a little bit frustrated. It must be a reason that neither him or Josh does it when they've got the ball at their feet and they're running at defenders. They sign to get to the edge of the box and then turn back rather than going into the box and taking over a, tra- a trading leg or having everyone terrified to touch them. There must be a reason for it, but it just seems that they kind of get to the penalty area and then turn back to, to spin the ball out again. Yeah, I mean, I think David has in the past cut, cut into the box, but he's not yeah. done it much of at all since he rejoined us. I don't know why that is. I think possibly the goal he scored against um, Harrogate it did, did involve him doing that. that was, he was inside yeah. the box when he scored that one. I think it was the second attempt as well. Um, but by and large, he hasn't, he hasn't been doing that as much. Whereas Will, as we know, does like to get cut inside yeah. the ball on his uh, on his right foot. Don't tell everyone he's secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you do see it quite a lot in some of the games where they know exactly what he's doing, and sometimes they still can't stop him. So it's, yeah, that's it. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying is, if we know what we're going to do, just stop it. That's, if, if it's so obvious, just stop it. Uh, but the second half, we kind of came out uh, with a few good chances. Probably while everyone was still queuing up for the tea. Um, yeah. I think Ben had a couple and Ali had, had one that, um, that yeah. could have, I mean, it could have broke the deadlock. We could have had stole that, that yeah. win, uh, stole that goal and held on. Um, but it kind of petered out then after a little while. Yeah. Um, do you think the substitutions had any kind of impact on the game or was it just to avoid a, se- a second yellow for Omar? Yeah. Well, definitely to avoid a second yellow, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one substitution was in fourth because David had to go off at half-time. He, yeah. I think he dislocated his thumb, wasn't he? So, um, I don't quite know how that injury arose, but you know, they lost a the player through injury during the game. So did we. That balances <laughs> things out. Um, yeah, Killian came on for Omar and I don't think made much of an impression. Um, Enzio was on for David, obviously, a bit earlier. Um, again, he did OK, but um, didn't really change the game did at all. And there was Dundo came on for the last <laughs> eight, nine, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Ali had a chance to, to have it. I think I think uh, one of the one of the Sutton youth lot said. I think the age gap between our strikers in the second half was twenty three yeah. years. Yeah. Has there ever been a wider age gap between yeah. strikers? <laughs> I think I think those two had been on before. I think it m- might have been last season or even the season before. I can't remember, but they have they have briefly right. um, been our, our strike force in, in at least one previous yeah. game. And of course, the age gap would have been the same then as it yeah, is now. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were talking about it on the train back home, and I mentioned Wayne Rooney. But you know, if when Rooney was sixteen, but he would have had to play with a thirty eight, thirty nine year, a thirty nine year old. Can't see that in the Premier League. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it probably it probably is a record, you know, in, in the football league. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, 
there's there's two two things to to talk about here. One positive, one negative. Let's let's go with the negative first. Last three games, zero goals scored. Um, not many chances made. Uh, is it is it worth worrying about this end of the season that we're like we we're still struggling for goals, or is it literally just the way those games have gone? I don't think it's worth worrying about. In, in the game before those three you mentioned, Mike, we scored three goals against mm-hmm. Crawley. It was the first time this yeah, season we scored three goals mm-hmm. in a league game. And we've only conceded once over those four games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm certainly not remotely concerned. I mean, all, all teams go through little fallow spells from time to time where they're they're not scoring and they, they almost invariably come to an end. So I, I'm not I'm not remotely bothered. Um, and no. of course, two of two of two of those those games, goalless games, are away from home against decent sides yeah. or sides who've been playing quite well. So um, I'm, I'm remotely concerned about. It. Yeah, I, I feel I feel the same as Mark. Um, you, you, you look at the way that the uh, the teams we've played has also set up. They, they, they've almost set up like the way that we've set up is not to concede and hopefully, you know, our, our strengths are obviously on, on, on the break with David and uh, and, uh, um, and and the top two working really hard. So, no, I'm not concerned at all. And, you know, ninth place in League Two, well, you know, three years ago, you wouldn't have dreamt of this. So, you know, it's, uh, we keep doing what we're doing. Um, I just think we're um, solidifying our place in the football league, um, and we'll we'll just keep going. We've, we've still got a chance of the playoffs, um, but we we do have to win our home games, all three of the four home games, I believe. And, and if we win three of the four home games and at least two of the four away games, and get a little point here or there, then then we've we got a good chance of getting the playoffs. I just don't want to go to Carlisle on a Tuesday night or something, but uh, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, they. The, the flip side of that coin was, as, as Mark, you kind of said already, in the last four games, we've conceded only one goal. Um, so uh, three clean sheets. Uh, so defensively, we're extremely strong. Um, how sort of proud are you at that? Um, is, it, is it a unit? Is it one individuals? Is it, what, well, no, what it's not. For me, it's a unit. They're all um, they're, they're fantastic. And uh, it was so solid yesterday. I mean, Grimsby was just the one one mistake that was Grimsby's only shot on target in the game. Um, you know, uh, although we weren't great, you know, we had more chances in that game. No, they, they, they're brilliant. Rose, <laughs> Rose has been superb. He's just got better and better all season. Um, uh, his distribution's better. Uh, you know, Kizzy's um, missed one game, I think, one league game. Um, and having Goody back, and, and Kobe's been brilliant, and, and Rob, of course. And, and when Sam comes in, Sam's been playing really well. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a nice uh, headache for, for Matt to have. I mean, I feel sorry for Sam actually not playing, but Rob, Rob is number one choice. Um, and, and, yeah, I think they're just brilliant, and it's great that we've all got them on contract for next season. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, JR's right. I think the right the return of, of Ben Goodliff is important. I mean, our defensive record wasn't bad before he came back, but I think it's... Mm. It's improved since he returned yeah. to the start. He is so good. He's so good at reading the game and anticipating the danger and clearing the ball. And he provides real leadership at the back. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, with, with, with him and whether it be Kobe or Lurie playing alongside him, you always feel going to concede many, if any, goals in the game. Yeah, he just seems to have an organi- an old head organising everyone. Yeah. And again, similar to Eastie, just bringing everyone up that little bit, switching them on a bit more. Um, but so, yeah, so I'll be honest, the, the four games, the most recent four games, um, the Grimsby one threw me. Um, mm. Mansfield, I actually thought they were going to 
get a win over us. So yep, we're, I we're, see we're, that, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're ahead there, um, but we're a little bit behind with the Grimsby one. Um, although, looking at my predictions, I've got us winning all the last five games of the season, so I'm not <laughs> entirely sure how that's going to work out, but never mind, we'll go there. Um, but what are we thinking of the, the season in general? You've mentioned ninth place, absolutely insane. I almost would prefer ninth place to eighth place and missing out by a couple of points again. But um, especially after the start we had, it's, it can only be a successful season. But Mark, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the season over Yeah, so I mean, I, I agree. Um, you know, considering we had, we had quite a difficult autumn where we had a lot of players out in, we, we, were, we were grinding out results, mainly at home, not getting much joy on, joy on the road. Lost a few at home. Um, but, you know, we, we, we were, yeah, clear of the drop zone, but still way away from the playoffs going into the kind of festive period. And then since those injured players came back, um, you know, Alistair Smith, Kobe, um, I think we looked a better side. And of course, Matt strengthened the attacking options in January as well, with Liang coming in and, and David coming back, and Matt Dennis as well. So um, I think we, you know, since about December, we've been a better side and the results have reflected that. I think to move up as as far as ninth reflects very well on, on Matt's recruitment um, and on and his management of the team. I can't see us, to be honest, finishing much higher than ninth. I think we're going to struggle uh, to get into the playoffs because we, we've got some tough games coming up. We still want to play, I think, you know, five five mm-hmm. teams are above us in the table and that's, that's going to be difficult. And, and the other games that we've got against the sides below us are all away from home and our away record is not that brilliant. So, you know, we, we may end up finishing a bit lower than if we finish top half. And I think that's, that's still a bit of a good season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree with Mark. I think, I, look, it, it, it's extremely difficult when you have five centre-backs at the club and four of them are out on long-term injuries. I mean, I... I, I I don't know how any club could uh, cope with that, but we we did very well, and then we lost you know we lost some key centre midfielders as well at the same time. It makes it very difficult. And the season before, of course, we had a lot of injuries as well. It would be really nice to go through a season and have limited injuries where where you can cope. And I think I think Matt and the coaching staff can take a lot of credit, especially with the centre backs going out and and with Joe filling in an NGO and absolutely superb. And, you know, so, so to be up to ninth place, I think is really, really outstanding. And, we, you know, with a bit of luck, we could have been higher up, you know, without the, these injuries, you know. Um, and, and we're still, you know, we're still missing John, Barden and, and Josh has been out and Louis has been out for quite some time now, which is that Kobe's been brilliant uh, coming in. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's excellent uh, what, what they've done. Um, but... Like Mark says, I, I agree. I, th- I think I think we're going to struggle with the flow, but you just don't know. We're good at home. We can, you know, we've got a good record against Northampton, so I'm counting that as three points. Um, <laughs> you know, Stop Stockport's um, have never scored at our ground, I don't think. So I think we'll we'll, we'll get three points there. <laughs> I'm getting hopeful. We're due to beat Walsall. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no I, I I agree. I mean, it's. It's one of those, it's like, oh, it's probably gone now. And then you just look at the players and you think, you're, you're a bunch of bastards. You'll probably just go out and beat all the sides now that we were expecting you to struggle against and, yeah. and, and really annoy us and get us into the playoffs. Well, um, yeah, well, I mean, one thing for certain, uh, Mike, is that we're going to get 100% out of the players. They're going to give 100%. So you you never know what, what might what, what might happen. It'll be, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be amazing if we, if we do get in the playoffs. It'll be brilliant. To be fair... As, as you both kind of alluded to, when we were in what September, well October time, November time, sitting there going, if we could just get 
sort of in the top 25 will be or top Ooh. 20 would be quite happy actually thank you very much mm. but uh yeah to get anywhere near the, the top half of the table is amazing um mm. right so just before clarity day this isn't meant to sway your your votes or anything but um i did message um both kobe and david to ask him how they were and david's like oh the funds were back in place and i mm. said to kobe oh how's the cut on the head he's like oh, it's all right. It's a bit. It's a cut, but I'm a big boy. It's all right. Mm. And I just imagine the physio coming on the pitch, looking at him, going, "You're a big boy. Get up. <laughs> just crack on with it. What's wrong with you?" But I'm going to come back to you now in two seconds, and um, I'll ask you for your player of the day. I can't find the clip. Oh, there it is. One sec. Now watch me do my dance. I'm the player of the day. 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 Right. I just did any mini miley mo, and it's Mark. You go first. <laughs> Okay, um, not easy. Um, I don't think we had any standout players. Um, I, I, I'll go for the player who came closest to scoring, and I've already mentioned him, uh, Ben Goodliffe. He had a header he cleared off the line early in the second half. Yeah. had a couple of other chances that were off target, but uh, yeah. he looked our player most likely to be in the net. And Perfect. I always played one at the back as well, of course. Lovely. JR, your first choice? Well, Ben would have been one of my choices, but I, but, um, I was going to go for Harry. Yeah. I, I thought Harry was absolutely outstanding um, in the middle of the park. Um, broke up a lot, uh, a lot of play from the Mansfield uh, uh, players and distributed the ball very well. But I thought I thought he had an excellent game. I think it was his best game back. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'll go for okay. Harry. Okay, Mark, a bit harder now. It's your second choice. Yeah, um, I'll go for Will. Um, well, not one of his better games, but I think he's he's not been playing particularly well recently. But I think we saw glimpses of the old Will yesterday on a couple of occasions in the second half where he got down, got down the right, sorry, the left, and um, got quite into some space and, and got, got some a dangerous ball in, in towards his teammates. Um, so it was a little bit of a flickering performance, but I think we, he's maybe starting to show some of his early season form again. Yeah. I mean, I thought his booking, you could say it was deserved, it, it was a booking. But if you watch it back a couple of seconds beforehand, one of their players did exactly the same thing to him. Mm. And he broke away from that and then went and pushed their player and he got booked for it. And it's like, hang on a minute, it's just happened to him seconds yeah. ago. And uh, it's kind of what you were saying earlier, JR. Yeah. Uh, but what's your second choice, JR? Who's your second choice? Right. Well, it is difficult, but as we didn't um, concede any goals and... Um, we didn't create much up front. I have to go for another. Um, I have to go for Ben's uh, central defender, central defender partnership, uh, Kobe Rowe. Um, I thought Kobe. I thought Kobe was excellent again. You know, I mean, he obviously had the head injury. Um, we didn't. We restricted them to very little. Um, so I, I think he can take enormous credit for that. So I'll, I'll go for Kobe. Excellent. Okay. Well, I'll put them out for the vote, and we'll see what um, people think. Um, so yeah, we're moving on to as you mentioned, Walsall. Who now we're going to do a complete flip around of what we were saying last week, and um, yeah, well, we never Mansfield never beat us, and yeah. now we're going to go. Well, it's now we're due a result against Walsall because we've never beaten them. I don't think. No. Um, so, I mean, they have to be one of the sides. I mean, like Swindon, who thought, must think that we are absolutely awful because I think every time we've played them, yeah. some it's we, we've been in an injury crisis or something's gone wrong, um, and they always manage to beat us. But what, what are your thoughts? On Walsall, I don't even know where they are in the league. So, Mark, why, why you're mid, mid table? Yeah. Are they so? Yeah. Um, so, so, Mark, what, what do you think about that game? What do you think we need to do? Anything different, or just same as? I mean, I, I, if you look at Walsall's results, they draw an awful lot of games, a lot of nil nils and one ones. 
Um, they're, they're defensively, I think they're quite they're quite well organised. They've got some big, big guys at the back there. Um, they made some interesting signings in January. They signed the, the two Forest Green strikers from from last season, um, Jamil Matt and Matt Stevens. But neither has actually been been um, scoring much. I think actually, I think Jamil Matt might be injured. But they, I think Stevens has been playing, and he's only got one or two goals. For, so they haven't really kind of come alive in a kind of in a kind of goal scoring way, and it, 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 as as might have been expected with those two signings. They do have that. Um, horrible Connor Wilkinson, who scored a penalty mm. against us up there last season, who, who proceeded to taunt the, the Sutton fans, as he had when he scored against us for Dagenham a few seasons earlier. And he's been playing for them, so um, good chance we'll be facing him again. Pray he doesn't he doesn't score against us. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think there'll be a lot of goals in the game. It'd be nice to think we can we can nick it, maybe 1-0. Um, but I think, you know, 0-0 or 1-1 are probably the most likely results. Yeah, I mean... In a way, I, I liked it when he scored against us because the, the reaction he got was, who? What? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that? We don't know who you are. Um, Gerald, what are your thoughts? I mean, it, we don't get to say this very much as a Sutton fan, but if we, if we do want to harbour any any lingering hopes for the playoffs, we've got to be beating teams like Walsall. I like saying that. <laughs> well, or you could say we should be beating teams like Mansfield as well, given yeah, what yeah. we are there for them. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, look. Um, you're right. I mean, they're, they're sitting in 13th place on 49 points. They've got a game in hand over us. But um, Mark's right. I mean, it, look, he's got nil nil written all over it. If you honestly, they've scored the, um, 39 and conceded 37. I think. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry, 39 and conceded 33. So they're quite yeah tight, and we're 40 and 40. So yeah, it, it doesn't really look as though there's going to be many goals in this, but. Um, you never know. Yes, as long as Wilkinson doesn't score, because he has been injured, but he's back. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tight one. We we do do something there because um, the times we have played them, I haven't really been that impressed with them at all. But then we we haven't played very well either. So yeah, let's let's hope you know if if we're on our if we got our a, a game, then yeah, well, I I can't you know we, we'll win. Um, I, I, th- I think we'll win. I think we'll win. I'll go, I'll go for that. I, I think a lot yeah. might depend on whether we've got players back. If, if you know, we've got Angle and mm-hmm. Eastman, maybe one or two others back. I think, you know, well, well Ang- 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 Angle should be back because um, yeah. he was out for the illness. And um, yeah. Eastie, was, uh, Matt's interviews alluded to is Eastie and, um, uh, and Matt Dennis, uh, they're not bad injuries. So, so, so there's a hope. There's hope there uh, mm-hmm. for that. Obviously, we got Met Police on Tuesday, but none of those guys. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be a strongish team. I mean, you don't know. I mean, he might. Well, Luke, what happened Luke Gambin might play. I would think. Yeah, because he, he um, needs some game time. And whether Sam Hart plays, I don't know. But um, yeah, but maybe Hish. I don't know if he's and, and Killian possibly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you never know. It'll probably be a mix, but most of the academy side again. So yeah. um, good. Good luck to them. Um, yeah, get us through to that final, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it, gents. Um, thank you very much okay. for your thoughts. Um, thanks for your time. I'll let you crack on with your Sunday evenings. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, let me know what you think. Any thoughts on the show? Um, at Sutton Podcast on any of the socials. And we'll take care and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.